0: What do rock stars, celebrities, and entrepreneurs have in common? They're having great conversations over coffee. This is Meet Me for Coffee. Meet Me for Coffee this week with an actual coffee drinker is amazing. As you can, as you heard in the past, we we've talked to many people who drink their tea, drink their coffee, sometimes not so much. I'm here with Peter Louise Zimmerman uh, from The Walking Dead. Um, how do you take your coffee, Peter?
1: Black, bold. Bold and black.
0: <laughs> I guess, I guess in, in the walking dead world, you don't really have that much of a, a choice to, you know, the, the milk's not so accessible if you're stranded in the middle of nowhere. Um, how are you? Uh, I know are you in Georgia now?
1: Yes. Yeah, I am.
0: That's awesome, man. Uh, you know what? The walking dead has become a very, very big thing. Uh, we'll get to that in a bit, but let's talk about cooking up Christmas, which is, uh, hopefully coming up some of your most recent projects. Um, I will talk about that and some more things that are coming up for you.
1: Cool. Yeah. Cooking up Christmas was, uh, was, you know, when the the stuff started easing up with COVID, uh, the regulations in, in Georgia, at least, you know, it's a huge, um, film capital. Uh, a lot of stuff started getting implemented on sets where, you know, they were testing out procedures and seeing, you know, what protocols would work, what wouldn't. So this was like the first phase of opening up film sets and, um, Luckily, I was able to work on this project. It was kind of a last-minute uh, audition. The next day, I found out I booked it. It was a in-and-out kind of role, but um, you know, it's actually going to be a pretty, pretty neat role. And it's a movie about a, it's a family movie about um, you know just just being being uh, being in the spirit of the holidays. And and, and uh, without giving too much away, um, it's it centers around a baseball player, and I basically play this young hotshot baseball player coming up, taking, uh, his position and kind of, uh, teasing him and threatening him on social media, um, that I'm the new guy and, and that dynamic plays out pretty, pretty cool. I think so. But yeah, that was, that was the first project, uh, I've shot since all this stuff started happening. And, um, no specific details yet, but you know, with the title "Cooking Up Christmas," hopefully, it will drop before Christmas. So,
0: <laughs> and, you know, being locked up, especially for someone whose uh, whole livelihood's in the media field, like acting or or playing music. I know you uh, to compose music as well. You're a singer. Uh, you've been into music since you were a little child. You written any new music at all?
1: Yeah, I'm always working on music. Um, you know, I've it's just in me. It's a passion. You know, I'll just do it. You know, sometimes I'll just be walking around and I'll be thinking of lyrics in my head or I also produce as well. So I'll be making something on the computer and I'll come back to it. I'll lay something down, record, you know, a layer and then come back a couple of weeks and record more. Um, nothing released right now, just because, I mean, the, the most recent project is called Artifacts. It's on iTunes and Spotify and everywhere you can listen to music, but um, you know, After that, I was just kind of like, with everything going on in the world right now, this is a good time to just hone it all in, Um, you know, put all the ideas down, save them in the archives, and then hopefully when spirits are up a little bit more, you know, drop some stuff, so.
0: A lot of people are taking a bit of a step back now and just kind of reevaluating their music career and and their acting (laughs) career. Uh, What has this time, uh, especially being maybe – locked up in your house or not being able to do anything taught you about, uh, your life or what you need to focus on?
1: Man, so much. Um, and really just, uh, to, to put it simply, just to slow down for a minute and realize that like the most important things are right in front of you, you know, what you, who you surround yourself with, um, the people that you you know, talk to and the relationships you build. That's all that matters at the end of the day. That's what you're going to leave the world with how you impacted people and the conversations you had. And, uh, so family has been a real big thing. Um, you know, uh, also just self-reflection too, you know, kind of, kind of realizing that, um, you know, all of us and human instinct is when we get caught up in our, in our work, you know, sometimes we, we let go of certain things and we just kind of throw some things out the window. And for me personally, I was just kind of like, you know, I I want to work on, um, you know, being more focused, being more, I'm, I'm a very scatterbrained kind of person. Uh, just, you know, kind of picking the things that I really, really love to do that, that almost are like an itch to me. And, hone in on those things versus just trying to do a million things at once. So from a professional side, I guess that's kind of something I learned as well. Well,
0: I fully have to agree with you because, you know, I've taken a step back and um, I've spent a, a lot of time with my family. And I know a lot of people would say, you know, Uh, unfortunately for me i'm working right so i'm able to just kind of get away for a bit Uh, Mm -hmm. others who are stuck in the house divorce rates have gone through the roof um you know a lot of things have happened for many families people have split up people hate each other um a very divisive time to live um but this kind of during a pandemic we say a pandemic right um Almost like the Walking Dead of what happened there, right? The the virus or whatever, and and you were immersed in that world. Can you talk about the the first audition? How you found out about it, and how you you know who you're going you were going to audition for at first?
1: Yeah, that was uh, that was probably the craziest audition experience I've had in terms of um, how it all unfolded. It was a, a typical, you know, for for actors these days, um, at least for you know, not the Brad Pitt's of the world. Um, (laughs) you, you audition on tape typically first, first round, and then you'll do a callback typically in person for the producers or cast and director. This was just a round of, um, taped auditions. And what was interesting about this specific audition was they didn't tell us what the show was. We had to sign a non-disclosure agreement just to audition for it. And meanwhile, I'm starting my new job. Um, At the time, it was a, you know, a grueling 5 a.m. shift. And I was just kind of like, my brain was there. So I was just turning in these auditions left and right. And uh, I get a call one afternoon from my agent. And she's like, hey, um, AMC is getting ready to, you know, they're going to see if they're going to approve you or not. But just be on standby. You might book this this show. And then I found out it was The Walking Dead. And I'm like, oh, great. I'm the only person in Georgia who's never watched The Walking Dead. <laughs> so now, uh, now I got to figure out, you know, what the hype is all about. Um, and when I booked it the next day, I was ecstatic because I have so many friends that are into the show. And, you know, just as an actor, it, it was just such an amazing opportunity. Uh, and then I was also trying to figure out what to do with the job. I just got, you know, my day job. Um, and then still had no idea who I was auditioning for. It was just these fake uh, scripts that I was taping. Um, and it wasn't until I actually got in for wardrobe that they told me that I was playing Eduardo. And then they started showing me comic book strips, um, like on the walls that were pinned next to the clothes. Wow. Like you're playing a comic book character. And I was like, so it was just a whirlwind of emotion, um, literally in a span of 48 hours. And, uh, yeah, that's kinda like how it, it's works. cool to
0: be immortalized that way, right? I mean, I'm sure there are there are roles in that that show that are just obviously made by the writers themselves, but you are actually in the comic book. And it would be really cool to be at one of those comic cons and have those people come up to you and be like, Hey, this is so awesome that you know, you're here in the flesh and you played this comic book character almost perfectly, man.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah, I mean I'm a I'm a huge nerd, you know, when it comes to DC and Marvel and Me too, man. Comics, yeah, right on. So, you know, when I heard comic book, I was just like, what a dream come true. I mean, and then of course, you know, I, I just started doing research on the comics and uh bought the first issue that I bought the first issue and then I bought the first issue Eduardo was introduced in, which was a uh, issue ninety-five. Um, but uh I was just I was just floored. And uh yeah, the Comic Cons, um that's, that's the coolest for me is when somebody comes up, you know, obviously when you see the poster of The Walking Dead, that's classic as hell, but you see a comic book and you see, like, your counterpart in the comic book and you're like, holy crap, like, I'm playing somebody that Robert Kirkman, you know, uh, created. Like, that, that'll be forever in history. Like, that's amazing. So it's been awesome.
0: You've watched the first episode of The Walking Dead, the first uh, the first season one, episode one. Of course. What were your thoughts seeing that first episode? Cause I know I remember I watched it today again with my family. I introduced them actually to the walking dead, but a few years ago I actually watched it and I just remember like all this stuff was happening. You know, uh, you have Rick, and then and it 's like, "What the hell is happening here? Like what the hell is going on here because I never I never actually sat back and and read most of the comics. I kind of had I was aware of them, but I just want to hear your thoughts on what you thought about the pilot episode of that
1: I loved it. I thought that the first uh, <laughs> the first episode specifically was an acting class. Um, Andy Lincoln just had to do so much with I wouldn't say so little cause I mean the, you know, the, the, set itself, all the design was, was beautifully done. The, the music, you know, the whole vibe, it was setting the tone for the world of the apocalypse, but there's so much acting without words that Andy Lincoln had to do in that episode that I was just floored from a film person, film perspective, you know, I was just like, damn, this is a, this is not your typical TV show in 2010 or whatever year it came out. Um, I loved it. The first two seasons, honestly, probably rank up there for me.
0: Absolutely. And, and just the buildup and how everything kind of evolves and people get split up into different communities. And it's almost reminiscent. If something were to happen today, I I would kind of think that would be almost the exact outcome of what could happen in our society. If everything were just to topple down and it's every man for themselves, there's alliances and um, it's, something to watch today. Like you, if you said that from the beginning, it's something that you can relate to now because a lot of people think this is the end of the world. They we know we're stuck in our houses. could be a vaccine coming. We don't know what's happening, um, <laughs> but it's, it, everybody has their conspiracies and I got uh, say, walking dead dude, uh, walking dead. You had sons of anarchy, uh, breaking bad, maybe game of thrones, those top four and to be anyone in like, even a minuscule role, so I've talked about this with Kim Coates from Sons of Anarchy, and I've talked to this yep. this about you know Michael Mando from um, Better Call Saul. Even just a small role in any of those shows, yeah, people are like avid fans of, and uh, yeah, I mean you obviously get a lot of um, Instagram followers, and and you get a lot of messages too. Oh uh,
1: yeah, I mean, you know, it's funny you said that because when, I mean, at least for me, you know, we're ambitious as actors, you know, we go into the, into these roles in my view, not knowing what it was, how many episodes it was going to be, what character you're playing. But once you started to kind of get a grasp of what world you were in and kind of what you were doing for me, I was just in the most humble way possible. I was just like, I want more. I want more. I want more. I want to be a part of this story. I want to, you know, um, do as much as I can to, to help build this franchise. Um, But you saying that, especially now with, you know, everything kind of coming to an end and, you know, still don't know where Eduardo is. (laughs) Um, He's, he's out there. Angela King said he's alive. So I, you know, I hang on to that. And so do my people that follow uh, Eduardo's character. But for me, it's, it's really with the pandemic, just kind of making me realize like you're, you're part of, history Absolutely. even if it's a small part like this show has impacted so many people's lives and really set that genre on fire I mean you know obviously you had you had your older um, you know down of the dead and, and all this, all the stuff like that but like this this really rejuvenated the zombie horror genre uh, and brought it to a mainstream platform I feel like in a really cool way and to be a part of that in, in the smallest whatever is awesome and it's incredibly uh humbling. So
0: yeah. I mean the days of the movie star I, I believe are almost dead, right? Uh, but that I mean is you can be in a in a Sopranos or whatever and that magnitude of that role can almost equal what that would have been, you know, uh, twenty years ago for, you know, Pierce Brosnan or like those those massive movie stars. There'll always be the big stars like Dwayne Johnson and and but being in a role like that, it, it, it's almost immortal. Like A lot of the movies, Star Wars, will never be forgotten. I hope not. Walking Dead, people will always watch it. And, and you've got a, a, a place in history like we talked about just now. Uh, and that must feel so good, dude. Do you have like memorabilia that people ask you for autographs when you go to these shows? Like, um, What's your favorite part about going to these Comic Cons or Walker Stalker Cons or whatever you call them?
1: yeah I, I got a couple i got an axe that um Zach Brown from the Zach Brown band he actually taught it was episode season seven episode thirteen i believe it's when uh it's when Maggie and Sasha are teaching Enid how to throw the knife um and we're all kind of piled up behind her we we're getting ready for the uh, the first war all that war and um Zach Brown came in on an a t v into the middle of the woods where we were training and uh handed out he he apparently has a a knife slash axe uh making company oh. and he brought out a couple of his his stuff that he's made and and they were used on the show and he gave them to uh, a couple of the cast so I have an axe uh from the show um but yeah the best part of of you know these fan experiences fan actor interactions honestly is just the you know hearing hearing what the show meant to these guys because you know, everybody's got such a unique story and take on it, um, that as tired as you can get from those events, you know, and meeting people person after person, after person, it's still so like, it's still so much energy because people are telling you like about something that probably changed their life. You know, that's the reason they're there. And for me, that's the best part just hearing what people have to say about how it impacted them. Um, and then you know, for me, just as a fanboy myself of uh, you know of the show now and uh, all those shows you mentioned, by the way, Breaking Bad is one of my favorite shows of all time. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it, totally just kind of kind of getting to be on the other side of like if I was if I was in your shoes, I'd be doing the same thing. I don't know if that makes sense, but like Absolutely. it's I uh, I feel like a fan and an actor at the same time, so.
0: Yeah, you yeah. definitely. I can tell that you feel privileged to have been part of this this show. I mean, obviously, I know a lot of actors that they wish they could have been in that show, and I know now you'll be doing these these uh, conventions for quite some time because uh, the Walking Dead world universe is infinite now. So. Congratulations on all your success, man. I really hope that, you know, your, your star continues to rise because I can definitely see it happening for you here, man. And uh, I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day or out of your night. I know you, you, you're doing some moving earlier and a lot of, you know, lifting and uh, there's a lot of crazy things happening in your life, but I definitely appreciate you sticking around uh, for maybe 15, 20 minutes to chat with me on uh, meet me for coffee.
1: Absolutely, man! Thank you so much for having me, and uh, yeah, let's have another cup of coffee again sometime.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, and uh, one final question. Yeah, uh, I know you're a bit of a nerd. If you're gonna cast as one superhero uh, or be one superhero, who are you picking? Nightwing. Really? Awesome! I have I've never heard of that before. That's awesome. That's great. I, I think I think I would be probably Batman, dude. I think I sued him. Um,
1: I mean, yeah, who wouldn't put Batman in their top uh, three? I mean, he's probably my favorite character of all time. But um, no, I just I, I think that uh, I, I love I love when people can make something their own. And uh, right. obviously, we've seen so many great Batmans, so many great Jokers, so many great you know other characters. Um, I would love the opportunity as an actor to just get something that hasn't been touched yet. Really, anything. I mean, I'm just. Pick a Nightwing because, you know, just off of the cosplay perspective, he's one of the yeah, dopest-looking, uh, you know, dudes with all of his weapons. And was very sleek. I just love the whole blue and gray, you know, attire. So, Well,
0: maybe the producers heard you now, man. Maybe it will happen <laughs> one day, dude. I really appreciate it, man. Anything you want to say to the fans before we let you go?
1: Oh, man, just, you know, once again, thank you to everybody who's supported me on this journey. And, you know, I was – I, I've always wanted to do this. I've always wanted to be an actor. I've always wanted to um and for me it's always about the work and the material and then um you know having people that follow that journey is just so humbling. So once again thank you to all those guys that support and follow the journey. Well, more think- to come. <laughs> a lot more to come. So I, there's a lot I can't speak about just because, you know, constantly NDAs were signing and you know especially with the state of the world right now but stuff's starting to pick up and I'll just say um keep an eye out.